The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. Hey everybody, good morning. Welcome back to the program. And there's so much joy, happiness, and a lot of relief as well for expats who had been stranded, who just landed on the, in the United Arab Emirates uh, over the weekend as travel restrictions from South Asia had been eased. And this all started uh, back in August 5th for residents who've received both doses of a COVID-19 vaccine, vaccinated and unvaccinated health workers, teachers, and humanitarian cases as well. They were allowed to travel back to the United Arab Emirates from their homes in India, in Pakistan, in Sri Lanka, in Nepal, Nigeria, and Uganda as well. First set of stranded residents uh, from India have landed in Dubai and Sharjah as well in flights uh, operated by Emirates and Air Arabia early in the day. It's great um, to see that, uh, that lots of people are returning back. And uh, I, in fact, also returned back from uh, Europe this morning. And um, I, I was very concerned in terms of what the travel is going to be like coming back to the UAE, especially with how um, there the, the were requirements for people flying in from India, Pakistan or other parts of the globe. I thought I'd be in the same queue by saying, uh-oh, you know, uh, I mean, how, how do I get in? Uh, but uh, to be honest, it's it's been great to be out and abroad. Um, I, I, I was in, uh, in Greece first, then I went to Geneva. From Geneva, I traveled around the Lec Lemon, the, the Geneva region, the Vaux area as well. I uh, went to Lausanne and then went to Montreux, uh, the other part of uh, the the lake and uh, different cities in, in Europe. And it was great to see because the world is open and it's great to see that the people are able to travel, especially in Europe, where things are a lot uh, easier in terms of restrictions. Uh, you, you can walk around with no face masks and you can go out and explore. But yes, you'd be wearing face masks only uh, when you're taking a public transport or even if you are uh, going on a train, for example, uh, or going into shopping malls. So, so that, that's what the world of Europe was like. Yeah, it's really great to see that uh, there's a lot more optimism now about travel and uh, the, po- the prospect of travel as well, especially for vaccinated people. And uh, it's also great to get some clarification now on travel guidance uh, guidelines from for people like you. You've been through it and mm. you know what it's like and you've gone through the tests. And I think the more people talk about it, the more of a clear picture we get, because still a lot of things seem vague, right? It does. I mean, I had a lot of unanswered questions myself because uh, I, I messaged Iman Majali, who flew off yeah. uh, to Jordan a few times. I messaged a few people before traveling mm. to Europe thinking, what is it actually like? And that was my purpose. Uh, and, and I did uh, shamelessly post a lot on Insta stories <laughs> just so that people understand that, it, you know, it, it's all fine, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was your first trip after COVID started. After COVID, yeah. yeah. My first trip in 20 months. And I was literally counting on the plane yeah. at the time. So when I flew on the aircraft... What looks different for you? So much has changed. Mm. So much has changed. Uh, firstly is getting into the check-in. I showed I had to show a PCR test. Yeah, even if, though you're vaccinated. Even though I'm vaccinated, mm-hmm. even though Greece, where my first destination was, does not require you to do a PCR test before arrival, should you be vaccinated. Yeah. But the check-in desk asked me for a PCR test. So I did it just in case before my and flight. And you did the right thing. I did the right thing. I was mm. in safe hands. Yeah, After yeah. that, they asked me for a vaccine certificate, which I produced. Then they asked me for a passenger locator form, which literally 
every country does now. No, every country. Yeah. yeah. You flew off to Kenya and you needed a and form. And I needed that. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that's li- that's like their contact tracing form. So if someone were to be affected by a virus, wherever you are, yeah. they have your details so they can. They know where you're going to be staying yeah. and all of that. Exactly. Yeah. Now, my second thought in my mind was, what's it going to be like flying? Because I went on the fully vaccinated flight. That yeah. was my first flight in 20 months. And I flew mm-hmm. only above the UAE. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this time I'm flying away from the UAE. Yes. I had to wear a face mask when on board the whole time. That's true. Yeah. It was a three and a half hour flight and I had to wear a face mask. I did put it down whenever I had my meals or drinking water, mm. uh, but the cabin crew would be there and saying, look, wear your face mask. When I landed in Greece, no issues. All they asked me was for my passport and my locator form and my right. vaccine certificate. They looked at it. They the didn't... queues were, were long or? Uh, it was a free flow. the airport? Free flowing. I didn't, I didn't see long okay. queues both in Geneva or even in, in, in That's good. Greece. Then my a big question was, what's it going to be like in Greece? Is they going to be like, you know, checking my form? I literally had a printout of my locator form and my vaccine certificate folded in my wallet. And I carried the screenshot of the apps just in case if they didn't accept the apps. Literally, no one asked me when I was dining out for the form or anything. Uh-huh. Walk in, no issues. If you sat outdoors, you can take your face mask off. You can eat. Uh, and when you're walking the streets, no need for face masks and you're breeze there's a bit of a breeze when you're walking around hmm. uh, so that was great greece was brilliant so no policeman stopping you and telling no. you wear your mask no security personnel wear your mask social uh, distancing if you walk none into, of that right if you walk into shop mm. then they would expect you to wear face mask and they tell they'll say to you do it you know please this wear is your, in greece this is in greece because you went to greece and, and switzerland, switzerland. Yeah. now the big question is for a lot of people saying what travel is like within Europe. Within Europe, yes. Uh, so that was my next big challenge. So I filled out another passenger locator form for Switzerland, mm-hmm. took off from Geneva, uh, from, from Athens airport, landed in Geneva. Before so you have to do a locator form. Another locator another form. Another one. For the country you're landing in. Right, from yeah. Greece to Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay. Another locator form. Mm-hmm. When I took on took off on the plane, uh, landed in Switzerland, usually in Schengen zones, right. there's no border checks. Uh, usually. Yeah. Um, and then I landed in Geneva airport, took my bags out. Before taking collecting my bags, just off the, after the plane, mm-hmm. there was a security check. Yeah. They checked my passport, they checked my passenger locator form and my vaccination certificate again. Mm. After that, I was allowed out. And Geneva, brilliant place. Uh, you know, you, you step out of the airport, the city is so within... It's only a few minutes drive from the airport. Mm-hmm. So I was amazed by the, the vibe. I was amazed that people were out and about celebrating their uh, National Day as well on 1st of August. Nice. I did not know it was then and mm-hmm. I realized it was. I was like, all right, I'm going to join the party. Uh-huh. And it literally was a party. It was raining, it was drizzling. People were still out in large numbers by the Geneva fountain uh, and taking the photos and whatever. I spoke to a lot of people there, tourism operators. Mm. I spoke to tour guides and all of them said we were the worst affected people city-wise. Mm-hmm. As in when, when the pandemic happened, global uh, Geneva relies on conferences, yeah. uh, events. People come in for events, come in, stay in hotels. Events were gone. It was all yeah. virtual. So no one's coming. And literally, they said we sadly had to shut down hotels. There's yeah. a lot of hotels that shut down. Wow. Uh, I'm sure of that. Uh, yeah. And then they also said that people, Swiss people, when they did their staycations, they didn't go to cities because it was congestion, right? A lot of people. Right. So they went to resort towns or, or villages or, or, or countryside. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there's optimism, people loving travel, people coming in. I saw a lot of Emiratis 
Gotta tell you that, a lot of your Marathis were in Geneva. Uh, so lots of um, uh, ex- uh, travelers from the South Asian region. Uh, and it was great. And then from Geneva, we moved on to Lausanne, mm-hmm. another town in the Vaux region. Beautiful. Uh, it's a student town, so all the students were out and about. There's a vibe. Even though it was raining, people were out and about <laughs> loving their time. Yeah. Uh, and it's a multi-story city, so yes. you have to walk a lot. I clocked in, in Lausanne, 19,000 steps wow. without even knowing. Wow. Without even knowing, because you just want to walk around and explore it. It's such a... The narrow streets, shopping-wise, is great. Then we went to uh, the other city, another town called Montreux. I found more Emiratis there. Oh. In fact, shout out Said Ghanim as Suwaidi from Sharjah Charity International and from Sharjah Real Estate Business Group, friend of the show. He was there. Uh, we went out to we, at one of the restaurants by the river bank yeah. uh, or the lake bank. Uh, and um, Freddie Mercury is a massive thing in, in, in Montreux mm. because that's where he set up his, the Queen set up the studio. Musical town, cultural place, great views. Um, and I was literally loving it, being mm. in that part of the world. Uh, Restriction-wise, even in Switzerland, no one asked for your form, for wherever you went to, dinners or anything. People are relaxed, you know. Very nice. And they're just delighted to see you as international visitors. So okay. it's beautiful. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And happy belated birthday as well, because oh, I know you, you went there yes. for, for my, two causes. Yes. For one, if the first cause being your honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on that Thank as well. That. And the second one being your birthday. Tactical. Yes. Yeah, very tactical yeah. person. Very tactical. I loved and it. And I love that he made the most out of his trip. I did. and I'm. And He's I, like, I, I'm going to Europe. I'm going to go see two countries. Two yeah, countries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I do want to share this experience with our listeners so that they can feel a bit easy because as soon as I landed I literally my WhatsApp was flooded yeah local UAE based travel agencies contacting me saying hey be- hey, bro can you let us know what it was like right so yeah. I could tell our clients I was like okay we need to do a special segment on the radio for all of you out there inshallah everyone will get a chance to travel it'll be easy uh, flights will become a bit more affordable hopefully uh, but uh, it's great to see that you know when, when you think about the UAE reduced restrictions you'd be thinking, are we the only ones like this? Mm. But when I went to Europe, we're on a whole new level over there. <laughs> so great to see that. Well, stay with us on the Morning Majlis. We'll do a little bit of a breather uh, and then we'll quickly move on with our topics of the day. And one such, one of them is uh, the tragic passing of a legendary actress. All of this will be discussed right here on the Morning Majlis.